It's the start of the free agent negotiation window, and we've already got chaos. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great start to their week, a great start to their Monday. Free agent negotiation window opened up today at noon Eastern time. The new league year starting in two days, but we've already got a flurry of moves, a flurry of activity. I know the show is hitting your inbox a little bit later on than it normally would, but I wanted to let some of the the dust settle here from some of the moves. Wanted to let some of the bigger moves flow in. And yes, there is going to be stuff that I do not get to hear on the show because hasn't happened yet. It'll probably happen after this show gets released, and so that's going to be the the uh, the battle that we're going to have all throughout the week here as we try to do these shows, but we've got a lot of news. I, we'll let you know just to kind of give you a timestamp of when I am recording this. Jesse Bates just signed with the Atlanta Falcons, just to give you a frame of reference of all the things that have happened so far uh, up to the point of this recording, and if anything happens while we are live here on the show, I will obviously bring that to you, but before we dive into all of that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting needs. You're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over there to, to their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. And we've got a lot of activity to get to, a lot of the pieces of information, uh, potential signings or you know signings that are agreed to in principle can't get uh, processed until the new league year uh, on Wednesday, but a lot of activity, a lot of flurry. And yes, we are still waiting for the Aaron Rodgers decision and it is dragging on into the late hours of the first day of the free agent negotiation window. A lot of people thought it was already going to be done by now, but here we sit uh, a little past 4.30 uh, on a Monday and it still has not happened yet. We still do not have that information on whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to play and if it will be for the New York Jets next season. So we'll be keeping an eye on that as well. But lots of signings that have occurred. We're not going to be able to get to every single one of them here over the course of the show, but I want to talk about some of the bigger ones, some of the ones that really stand out to me um, as notable pieces of, of information, some notable signings, notable free agent acquisitions. The Bears were very active today. Uh, the Raiders very active t- today. The Denver Broncos very active today. So a lot of things uh, happen happening today in the National Football League. And we'll start with the quarterback position because it's the one that's right in front of me. Jimmy Garoppolo on his way to the Las Vegas Raiders, a three-year, $67.5 million deal. I think it can be upwards of $72.5 million with all of the incentives. And I got to tell you, I think this is a great move for everybody. I think it's a great move for Jimmy Garoppolo. He gets to go with a coaching staff, an offensive mind that he knows very well. He knows the system that's going to be asked of him. As of this moment, it's a team that is uh, stockpiled with offensive skill players that are very good. Josh Jacobs getting the franchise tag, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams still on the team as of this moment. And so when you look at it from an offensive perspective, a pretty nice environment for Jimmy G to find himself into. And for the Las Vegas Raiders, you get yourself a quality starting quarterback at a pretty good deal. A guy that you know is going to, uh, you know what his ceiling is going to be. And if he's healthy and if he's able to play in 17 games for the entire season, and I know that's the big question mark, but if he plays in 17 games, you know what type of quarterback play you are going to get. You know the consistency 
consistency that you are going to get. You know in that system what type of quarterback you have and how he is going to operate. And again, he's getting paid accordingly. The average annual value on this is like, what, $22.5 million? By the way, that that would rank like 18th among just average per year among quarterbacks entering 2023. And then if you just look at the total guaranteed money, it ends up being 20th. So he's not getting paid as a top half of the league starting quarterback, not getting paid as a top 10 starting quarterback, getting paid probably where a lot of people feel he is from a skill talent perspective, getting paid as the 18th, again, just in average annual value, if you broke the contract up, not the cap number, but the annual value of the deal over the course of the three years, he is getting paid what would be the 18th highest mark in the National Football League. I don't know how you can look at that and say it's a bad deal for the Las Vegas Raiders that they overpaid. They are not paying him what Daniel Jones got paid. They're not paying him what Derek Carr got paid. And they didn't pay him what Geno Smith got paid. Not even the the franchise non-exclusive tag that Lamar Jackson got paid. He comes in under all of that. Um, It's basically two years uh, fully guaranteed the way it works. And so he's going to be with the Raiders for at least the next two seasons. That third year is where the Raiders could get out of the deal if they wanted to. You had some other uh, quarterback news. Jarrett Stidham, he left the Raiders. That's what kind of gave Gave us all the inclination that Jimmy G was probably on his way there. He goes to Denver to be a backup. Mike White goes to Miami to be a backup. That's a huge success, I think, for Miami and Mike White. A great fit there. And Case Keenum goes to Houston to probably be the bridge guy to pair with the guy that they pick uh, at number two overall. My thoughts on that um, aside there. It looks like Case Keenum is going to be the bridge, and whoever they bring in uh, at number two is going to take over uh, from Case Keenum at some point. So that's the quarterback position. Nothing so far on the running back front in terms of the big names. Miles Sanders, Dave Montgomery, Jamal Williams all still out there. Nothing on the wide receiver front as of this point. Nothing on the tight end front. The offensive tackles. We backed up the Brinks truck today, ladies and gentlemen. Mike McGlinchey gets five years, $87.5 million from the Denver Broncos. $50 million of a guaranteed, an absurd amount for a right tackle for the Denver Broncos. But they put a lot of effort today into um, setting up Russell Wilson for success, giving him more protection, really helping him in that regard. Uh, Clearly a point of emphasis for Sean Payton there right away. Mike McGlinchey gets a ton of money. I think the bigger piece of news in the offensive tackle market was Jawan Taylor getting four years, 80 million from the Kansas City Chiefs to be their left tackle. A guy who played right tackle his entirety of his career. I think he had um, a handful of snaps at left tackle in college, but a right tackle predominantly does not have a ton of experience on the left side, but the Kansas City Chiefs signed this guy. They backed the Brinks truck up. Four years, 80 million, 20 million per season, a big time contract. And they are taking a right tackle and flipping him over to the left tackle side. And they basically admitted he's our starting left tackle. We are no longer interested in Orlando Brown Jr. So we are very, we're going to keep a very close eye on what Orlando Brown Jr.'s market is because he's better than McGlinchey and he's better than Jawan Taylor. And those guys both got the bag. And so we will see if Orlando Brown Jr. is able to beat those numbers uh, from some team. But his market went up. He did lose a team that was potentially interested in him in returning to the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, those contracts that got signed today by McGlinchey and Jawan Taylor certainly set up Orlando Brown uh, Jr. for success when it comes to him being... um, uh, a free agent. Jerron Hargrave goes to the San Francisco 49ers. This was a big surprise. The 49ers being this active, this aggressive, interior defensive line play, uh, those guys are getting paid. We saw Deron Payne get the franchise tag and then ultimately uh, get a contract extension of four years, 90. It's four years, 80 for Javon Hargrave. I love this move for the San Francisco 49ers. You had Hargrave to Armstead and Bosa. They are set up in that front seven to be extremely, extremely aggressive. They are going to cause fits for opposing offenses. They're going to be able to get after the quarterback 
very well. And this San Francisco team, I know the quarterback position is a bit of a question mark for them because of Brock Purdy's injury, because Trey Lance doesn't have a ton of reps. They signed Sam Darnold um, today as well. There's a lot of things to, to a one-year deal for Sam. Um, so a lot of question marks about their, their offense and how it's going to work. But we know Kyle Shanahan and the way he operates. doesn't really matter who the quarterback is. They seem to always find success. They are beefing up on the side of the ball. That is the big reason why they are successful year in and year out. And they spent a lot of money on Javon Hargrave uh, on the interior. But a huge move and one that was very, very good. Tremaine Edmonds, the other big-time signing of the day on the defensive side of the balls. The Chicago Bears, extremely, extremely active. They were the team. That got all of this started. We were kind of, uh, the free agent negotiation window opened, and there was no immediate flurry of moves. Maybe they were trying to convince us all that they don't actually talk ahead of time and they don't actually work on these things. But it took us about 15 minutes in uh, to the window to hear our first bit of news, and it was that the Chicago Bears were signing linebacker TJ Edwards to a three-year $19.5 million deal. So they got everything started, but that was not the big deal that the Chicago Bears got done. They went back to the linebacker position, completely reworking this group, and they signed signed Tremaine Edmonds to a four-year, $72 million contract. So again, backing up that Brinks truck, paying big-time money for a player at a position of need. And so they went TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, they, and they're paying those guys a combined 20, I think it's like $24.5 million per season. Roquan Smith, the guy that they traded, is making $20 million a year uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, and they got a second-round pick out of the deal as well. So if you want to evaluate it from that perspective, I saw Marcus Mosher uh, put a tweet out about that, kind of phrasing it in that context. And when you look at it from that perspective, you can understand uh, if you're a Bears fan why you'd be pretty happy about the way that this planned out. And Tremaine Edmonds only 24 years old, so you're getting those peak years of performance uh, of this deal. And so he'll be a free agent again when he's 28 years old. So huge signing for the Chicago Bears. Great for Tremaine Edmonds. Love the move, and I love the approach that the Bears have taken so far in the way that they have approached free agency. Uh, getting two linebackers, they also got. Uh, some help on, on the interior of their offensive line. Uh, Nate Davis signed him to a three-year $30 million deal. Probably going to flip him over to the left side and have him play left guard for them. That's the thing that kind of makes uh, the most sense. So that's a big thing to keep an eye on. Um, and so the Bears very active so far in free agency. We kind of expected them to be considering the amount of cap space that they have. We keep it moving here though. Cam Sutton, three years $33 million with the Detroit Lions. They went out and got a corner. Patrick Peterson signing a two-year deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So a two-year deal for a guy that maybe a lot of people thought was getting towards the end, maybe maybe would retire, maybe would only play one more season. No. Uh, Patrick Peterson going to the Pittsburgh Steelers, signing a two-year deal there. So the Pittsburgh Steelers get themselves uh, some help at the corner position and address that need. And then the safeties. The safeties are the other big... Uh, group that we were talking about. We mentioned Jesse Bates. We mentioned Jordan Poyer. Those were the two big names. Well, Jesse Bates puts himself in the top four of safeties paid. He signs a four-year, 62, I think it's $62.04 million deal. Gets him uh, just above Harrison Smith, $16 million per year average. Gets him into the top four um, of safeties at the position to the Atlanta Falcons. And so the Atlanta Falcons also addressing a big need. And if you needed a true safety, uh, the traditional old-school safety, Jesse Bates is your guy, and he uh, came at a big price tag. But uh, you Kudos to him for getting the bag, and kudos to Atlanta for going out. Maybe a bit of a surprise um, that Atlanta uh, was the team in the mix, but they ultimately got it done. And I was talking in the TD and Premium Discord. We were talking throughout free agency, and I was kind of mentioning after the two-hour mark, I'm like, I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about Jesse Bates. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about Jordan Poyer. There were some big names that we hadn't heard anything about. Well, it doesn't take until the end of the day. Jesse Bates comes off the board uh, to the Atlanta Falcons, and Von Bell also comes off the board as well as he signs a deal uh, with the Carolina Panthers, a three-year deal, I believe, that, that he signs 
with the Carolina Panthers. So the Panthers being in active free agency, the Falcons being active in free agency, the Saints restructuring some players to, to create some cap flexibility for themselves. So a very, very active day uh, for the NFC South. So I figured we would wrap up this uh, edition of the show talking about uh, some of the bigger names that are still left. And again, I fully risk uh, this becoming outdated the moment that it gets published, considering these guys can sign at any given moment right now. But I think obviously I mentioned at the running back position, keeping an eye on Jamal Williams, Miles Sanders, and David Montgomery are, are two big ones that I'd be keeping an eye on. Odell Beckham Jr., Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, and Alan Lazard. Those are some of the bigger names uh, at the wide receiver position. Mike Gusecki, Dalton Schultz at the tight end position. Um, Orlando Brown Jr. and Caleb McGarry would be the two at the offensive tackle position, specifically Orlando Brown Jr. I think when you look at uh, him, the market changed for him with McGlinchey and Juwan Taylor getting the money that they got. The Kansas City Chiefs kind of taking themselves out of the running of needing a left tackle. Uh, Andrew Wiley going to the commander. So the market for Orlando Brown Jr. maybe changes a little bit, but I still think he's going to secure the bag and he's something that we will be keeping an eye on. on the interior of the defensive line, uh, Zach Allen, Draymond Jones are probably the two names that you would circle there. Uh, the entire edge group is one, and we talked about it when doing the free agency preview, that this edge group uh, didn't have a ton of top-end talent, not really a ton of names to write home about, so I'm not surprised that that market's a little bit slower as other teams probably prioritize other needs first before maybe circling back to an edge group that is uh, lesser than what we've expected in years past. Levante David's probably the name at the linebacker position that we're keeping an eye on. Uh, Jamil Dean, as we were recording this podcast, re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a four-year deal. I think that was worth $52 million, so you can cross his name off the list. So James Bradbury, um, we'll be keeping an eye on a Darius Slay trade. We'll be keeping an eye on an Austin Eckler trade, asking permission, requesting permission to be able to talk to other teams about leaving the Los Angeles Chargers. So there has been a lot of news, even though we haven't gotten the big Aaron Rodgers news, uh, maybe because some of the big names still haven't come off the board. We've got that in there as well, but there are still a lot of things working in the pipeline and we still got two days until the new league year starts and teams still need to get cap compliant so we are just scratching the surface of what this could potentially look like uh, for the NFL free agency here over the next couple of days but they took a little bit here at the beginning it was a little slower than I think we all anticipated I know for myself included thought we would have a, a lot more moves but it started to, to come and, and then the flurry happened and we had some 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 bursts of some activity and Jimmy G uh, G, uh, Jesse Bates I think are the two big ones Tremaine Edmonds as well I think would be the three big ones that we have here today. But as you know, more things are coming. The Aaron Rodgers news, when it does break, is obviously going to be a big deal. You know we'll dedicate an entire show to that. Uh, these shows probably, uh, today's show obviously coming out later, we'll probably try to get back on track uh, tomorrow with shows earlier in your podcast feed, but we greatly do appreciate you uh, sticking around with us here uh, on the show, following along uh, my thoughts on these free agency moves as they happen. So appreciate you rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along here throughout the week. Appreciate Online for their continued support of the podcast. I hope everybody makes a great mo Monday. Uh, enjoy all the free agency chaos that we have, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.